going on, everybody? We're back for the Binge Boys podcast, and uh, today's a run-through episode. As you know, it's Thursday. You're listening to this. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This is uploading on the 25th, which I believe is Thanksgiving. Um, isn't it like the last Thursday of, of November or something like that? Yep, Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening. My co-hosts for the day are Taylor and Morgan, but you know them as the Creeps and Crimes gals. What's up, ladies? What is up? We're back, bitches. (laughs) It's it's about time we got you guys on the run through. Yes. We're so excited to finally be on this podcast. This one's our favorite. Okay. And this is amazing timing because either tomorrow or the day before, or maybe even the day that this comes out, uh, we have a special coming out on the Creeps and Crimes Gals feed. I might post it to mine. I might not. We'll see. But it you might. You if, might. You should. If, if I do, um, it'll be a bonus epi this weekend. Uh, but then the full episode is going to be on theirs. They'll have the video, too. Maybe I'll throw the video up on my YouTube channel, too. Who knows? We'll, yeah, we'll do the damn not? thing. Why, not? why the hell not? Oh, are we allowed to swear on here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry guys, yeah, we really not? started off heavy already. All right, <laughs> it's okay. We're we're uh, in in typical creeps and crimes fashion, uh, ladies. What are you guys drinking? Oh yeah, you know we love that question, Morgan. You go first. I'm drinking a not your father's root beer. Okay, there's absolutely no hate to this. No hate if at all. No one hates on my drink. It's mm. delicious, and I hated on her at first. The first time she brought it into my recording, okay, and then I was like, okay, whatever, fine, I'll try one, and I got hammered off of it. Low key, um, <laughs> I'm drinking. If you guys listen to Creeps and Crimes, I'm already on my 19 Crimes wine. You already know it. It's always <laughs> in my glass. Red wine blend. Try it out. And then okay. I am drinking Dry County, the brewery spirits, the raspberry lemonade vodka, um, in a can, which is amazing. We love it. I can't uh, wait to try it. We're forcing him to bring it to our next recording, guys. Okay. I'll have to go yeah. pick some up tomorrow or Saturday so I have it. Uh, yeah, so I have I bring to. And it. I told him this already, but it, it really is giving for loco vibes. <laughs> Which <laughs> might turn me off of it immediately and like flash me back to freshman year of college. <laughs> if you guys are ever up here in my neck of the woods at some point, we got to go to the actual brewery because they do have them in seltzer, I guess seltzer form which is what this is, but it's not really a seltzer. It's vodka. But at the actual brewery, they have it in slushy form. That's Morgan's cup of tea right there. It's it's amazing. When I tell you this, um, this year, Catherine had a surprise birthday party for me at Dry County. And it was like the weekend they launched the slushies for the first time. And I got absolutely faded off of them. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. Um, slushies are my What shit. percent are they again? You told us earlier, but I can remember. Sorry, It's uh, 12%. 12. Okay, we'll try them. We'll have 15 of them. Yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, like- wait, no. <laughs> I lied to you. It's 12 ounces, but 9%. But still. Oh, that's so- still high up there. I can still- have five of those. Still a pretty decent amount of alcohol in there. Um, and for a casual drink on a Thursday night, it's going gonna, gonna to get me there. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it. So everybody. We get there. <laughs> everybody, if you are joining me for the first time on the Binge Boys, welcome. And if this isn't your first time, welcome back. The premise is that each week, my co-hosts and I, Matt and Tanner, every Tuesday, 
we break down the hottest in today's TV and movies. However, today's Thursday. Every Thursday, we have a bonus episode of the show entitled The Run-Through. And on those episodes, I'm joined by a co-host or co-hosts that want to dive in on a different movie and break it down element by element and kind of just talk about it. You know, a lot of the movies we do on the run through came out years and years and years ago when the binge boys weren't around. So this gives us a chance to go back, watch older movies and talk about them and what they mean to us. First things first, before we get into the pod, I need you to go to Instagram and Twitter and follow Binge Boys Pod. That's where you get the announcements, the top five lists, the reviews, everything. Next thing, go to iTunes uh, and make sure you've left that five-star rating. And you can write a short review if you want. Just give me a couple sentences. That's all I need. Five stars only. Five, five stars, stars only. Only. If you have only any other stars. issues, DM us, all right? We'll take care of it for Logan, all right? Absolutely. Um and then finally, just, just tell a friend in need. Everybody's always talking about what's the next thing I need to watch. What shows do I need to watch? What movie should I see? I got you covered here. Um, Taylor and Morgan, I'm not sure if you guys were aware, but uh, we're going into the new year soon. Oh, yeah. And everybody wants to be on their hotness and fitness journey. And one of the biggest aspects of that lifestyle is eating healthy and meal prepping. Right. However, most people have no idea where to start and they are overwhelmed by options and they don't know what meals suit them best for the goals they want to achieve. Currently, Catherine and I are, are in the midst of meal prepping of the day of this recording, which is the 11th of November. Uh, last weekend, we acquired a Peloton, and oh, uh, my gosh, we are obsessed. The Peloton crew is a cult. Logan. It is a cult. It really is. Uh, it's sitting over there right now, and it's looking at me. And I, we got it Saturday, and I haven't skipped a day yet. So we're we're Ooh, chugging. Look at you, skinny boy. <laughs> we got a long way to go, but one of the things that helps us out a lot is prepped and ready. Prepped and Ready Meals deliver high-quality fresh meals with health and fitness in mind. And with a variety of healthy and low-calorie but delicious meals, they can cater to anyone's needs. If you live in the greater Atlanta area like myself and you're interested in meal prep made simple, do yourself a favor. Go to PreppedReadyMeals.com and use code BINGE15 at checkout for 15% off your first-time order. If you're on the fence, you don't know if you want to try it or not, load up the cart. Plug in that promo code, save you some money if you're on the fence. It's all it takes. Uh, PreppedReadyMeals.com. Taylor and Morgan, as we just talked about with in terms of drinking, I'm sure you guys can relate to this. I'm not sure how you guys are in this aspect. Maybe your your boyfriends and husbands are uh, are like this, or maybe they're like me, and they hate doing the dishes. And when you load up the dishwasher, there's countless water bottles there's yetis there's tumblers there's coolers it's a mess it is it's annoying it it's is. annoying it's and inconvenient the it's the biggest fight the dish it's it's the worst uh and if you share that with me then let me tell you about frost buddy he's my new best friend frost buddy is the world's first universal beverage can and bottle cooler the Universal 2.0 is their latest hit, and it holds 16-ounce soda bottles and cans, all slim cans for my seltzer peeps out there, 12-ounce bottles and cans, and more. The only 
piece of alcohol in a bottle or can that I haven't seen it, uh, that I haven't seen it hold, uh, is one of those weird Modelo bottles or whatever, you know, everyone yeah. knows what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Those chody, chubby, uh, <laughs> Modelo bottles, but everything else it'll hold. Uh, no longer will your dishwasher be filled with seven different bottles and coolers after a week's time. No, sir. No, ma'am. Just one. And that's frost buddy. If you're interested in jump jumping on that frost buddy train, got really hot in here all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> use code uh, Logan Lewis at checkout for 10% off. And these things, you know, you guys know damn well, Yeti's, igloos whatever those brands they set you back 60 70 bucks they're expensive it's not cheap frost buddy is 35 dollars without the promo code so use the promo code get 10 percent off knock you down to 30 dollars and now you just have a buddy you don't have to worry about swapping shit out when you get different size drinks just carry the frost buddy with you and you'll be okay taylor morgan let's talk about national treasure yeah please Ladies, before we get started into discussing what the movie means to us and our background on it, let me give you guys and the people at home some information about National Treasure as a little bit of background. So, National Treasure was released November 19th, 2004, directed by a guy whose last name I cannot pronounce, John Turtleyub. Nice. Sorry, we Marley. say sorry, Marley, right there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and it stars Nicolas Cage, Diane Kruger, Justin Bartha, and many, many more. The synopsis of National Treasure reads as follows. Benjamin Franklin Gates, a pedigree of the treasure hunter family who learns about national treasure from his grandfather. The treasure is stashed somewhere in the country, and the clue leading to the treasure chest is ciphered and scattered all over the country. Benjamin's father... father uh, is a treasure hunter and he lost himself 20 years into chasing the treasure without success. Plot takes a twist when Ben's accomplice Ian decides to steal the Declaration of Independence for the next clue. Ben refuses to. I can't speak, man. This is too much drink. All right. This, it's the drink, man. Ben refuses to go along with Ian's plan and they become hostile. When Ben tips the FBI about the theft, they refuse to believe him. Ben determines to steal the Declaration of Independence back in order to protect it. Ben meets Abigail on the, his journey, the curator of the archives when he steals the document. The rest of the story is about how Ben, his partner Riley, and Abigail decrypts the clues and rescues the national treasure without getting into the hands of Ian. Wow, that was a mouthful. Box office-wise, the budget for this movie was $100 million. Uh, which is a lot of money in 2004. Yeah. Uh, opening weekend, it clocked in about $35.1 million. And I'll let you guys guess for its all-time box office run, how much money did it make in the theaters? $300 million. I don't even know. Don't ask me about money. <laughs> it made a whopping Three hundred and forty-seven point five million dollars. Yeah, I did, Morgan. She's good. This is 
I, I've said it at the top, or I haven't said it yet, but this is my first time watching National Treasure. So this next point I'm going to make before we start discussing is very surprising to me. Rotten Tomatoes. The critics give this movie a 46% rotten. I am the audience gives it 76% okay. Let's see what a few reviews from the time it was released say about it, shall we? I'll fight them. I, can't I know you two are very passionate about National Treasure. So let's see what a good review says about the movie and what a bad review would, uh, would say about the movie. So, <sighs> love it when... Shit doesn't load right. Okay. Exactly. We um, start doing your recording, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> this person in a got in a very short and simple review says it is definitely a guilty pleasure, and about ninety percent of this reason can be summed up into two words: Nicholas Cage. Yeah. yeah. And then the bad review says that National Treasure is nothing but a series of silly stunts and chases that are not memorable and just rush by. Okay. <laughs> Excuse okay, but you. I, but like, I also get it. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> so now we open up the floor and Taylor and Morgan, I got to know out of five stars, what would you give National Treasure? And then I'll tell you me. Morgan, you go first. Okay, I'll At go 3.8. <laughs> don't, think, don't think too much into it. If you love National Treasure, give out it a five. Best, out of being the, number five is the best movie you've ever seen. I give it a 3.8. That is a very high score. That is a good score. That's a good score. I need a, anybody looking to be a co-host on a <laughs> Creeps and Crimes podcast. Please let me know. I need a new one. Um, I think I would give mine at least a 4.5, but like in my heart, I want to give it a 4.9. I understand like the cheesiness of it. You have to remember it's 2004. Right. And we don't have half the things. We didn't have half of the things then that we do have now for movies, but, and it's also, what is it? Disney or Pixar? Disney. It's Disney. It's, it's a Disney movie. What do you expect? So if I were rating this in 2004, I would, I would give it a four point five. Yeah, but it's good for its time. Absolutely, yes. yeah, absolutely. So I don't want to take away from that. But on a scale like currently in twenty twenty one, five being the best movie I've ever seen, I'm gonna give it three point. Actually, I'll give it a three point nine. Three point nine. It's a good movie. All right. All right. What's yours? I'm so. I'm so terrified to hear it. I watched this movie for the very first time. People have been begging me for years. To watch National Treasure. Watch National Treasure, Logan. It's some of the best, you know, 2004 stuff you'll get. And I can come to you today and report to everybody that's been begging me that this movie sucked. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The movie was enjoyable. I liked it. Um, I would probably land somewhere around what Morgan said initially and i'd probably give it a three and a half maybe a 3.8 i really like that that idea um i think personally it it, it gives it does what it wants to do it feels very indiana jonesy very goonies very um 
you know, very treasury, no pun intended. Right. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it, it, it does what it's supposed to do. What in the hell is that? We're trying to plug in our computer because it was telling me that it was low and I just accidentally dropped the gigantic block of it on the ground. So I apologize. Don't don't apologize. There's no. we're, we're, we're transparent with the people here. I you know. Can, I know I'm probably getting ahead of myself here, Logan, but was it so good that you were like, I need to watch National Treasure 2 right now? It was good enough to where I was like, okay, I liked it. I want to watch the second one. Because I personally think the second one is better than the first. I love the second one. I've heard this from many people that the second one is better or at least as good, if not a little better. And there's just not a lot of lead into it within the first one, which I'm sure we're going to get to in the end. So I'm going to stop talking now, but it's really good. So where were, are we, are we all the same age? Are you guys 25 ish? <laughs> we're both 23. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, did not know that. We're about to oh. turn 24. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm the geezer here. Um <laughs> No. <laughs> What's um so where were you guys at in 2004? Well, let's see how old I was. Was Six. it November 19th, right? Yeah. My little sister was being born 2 days later. <laughs> I was 6 nice. and a half I, years old. See, I don't even remember watching. I mean, we were 6 years old. I went to the movie theaters to watch it. Like I couldn't even tell you where I was. Um, to be completely honest, but I remember like being in my living room and watching it numerous times with my father over the years, I guess. I went to go see it because it was like the last hoorah of being a only child and also having an ancient aliens dad. So when I, when it came out, my dad was like, you're going to love this. So we went and watched it in the theaters or yeah, theaters. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Everybody talks so much about how amazing national treasure is. Um, and I understand. I just don't. Uh, first of all, I don't understand why the hell it's hot as shit in here. I am going to go to the thermostat and turn this shit down, bro. Why? He needs, he needs his frost buddy right now. Okay. What the fuck is it 75 degrees in here for? Holy 75? shit. 75? Yeah, someone's going to get a firm talking to about that later. Uh, That's illegal in 50 states. <laughs> Taylor, but my apartment's probably 75. I, no. have, I have my heat on. I have my heat set to 73 right now. My air is always <laughs> on 67 year round. I freeze constantly. I love freezing. Yeah, I, I want it to be cold. Oh, Absolutely. Wait. Okay. All the time. Um, but either way, I don't. I, I see, you know, Nicolas Cage in and of itself. He makes this movie what it is. Yeah. He he's the reason y'all love this movie. It's it's Nicolas Cage. Well, don't and, sleep on Riley. And also AKA, the dad. What's his name? Justin. I think so. Yeah. What's Barth, what's um, Nicolas Cage dad's name in real life? IRL. Is there a joke coming here? No, no, no. He's like legit, like one of my favorite actors for no, no reason at all. Probably just because, you know, I was a 90s baby. So. Oh, course. you mean like in his in the movie? What's his dad's name? Yeah, not like, like in the, the actor. Movie. The actor's name. Yeah, I want to know what the actor's August name is. Capola. John Voight. Oh. John Voight. 
I was surprised to see him when he when he popped up. I was like, oh shit! Wait, is that the grandfather or the dad? The dad. The dad. His dad that that they tie up in the in the chair or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his dad. I really liked him. I guess that's just I really like have liked him as an actor for a long time, just because like like you know he was in all the early two thousands movies of like like suspicious conspiracy historic movies he was always in those and i yeah. loved those growing up he is also i'm looking at his imdb page right now and he is a daddy in back in the day oh. in 1972 this guy was a snack you knew that you know oh. that's why i liked him hey there you go um let me look at this up so national treasure uh I guess let's just let's fumble into kind of talking point wise. Um, what's what do you guys think? Uh, first of all, I like to ask people, do you think the villain had a point? Ian? Yes. Did Ian have a motive that makes sense instead of him being painted as the bad guy? Okay. So. For the first time in my life, okay, I've watched this movie probably every year since it came out, okay? And for the first time today watching it, I, I watched it this morning while I was drinking my coffee. I really, like, I, I never caught in the very beginning when they're at the Charlotte how he's talking about how he was an investor in the the Gates family to, like, help clear their names. So he had the money to allow these searches to go on. So I understand his frustration in the way of like, this is all just a bunch of clues, but like, dude, you're getting yourself into a treasure hunt. What more were you expecting? And for you to turn out to be that big of a dick in the end and like literally try to kill them and leave them in a thing that you had right. no idea that there was extra clues. And yeah, you don't have a point to me. You weren't right. You know, I get you want your money out of it, but you need to go to jail anyways. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love the passion behind uh, behind Ian's uh, villainous behavior that Taylor's bringing to the table right now. Well, I never um, totally missed that whole beginning about the. It investor. was just a remark in the very beginning when they're driving in that like snowplow situation. Mm -hmm. He says, "If uh, Nicholas Cage says, if I wouldn't have met you." two years ago, I wouldn't have had the money to get to the Charlotte and blah, blah, blah. And then when they get down there, he's like, blah, blah, blah. And he says, before I had all the money, when they're talking about stealing the, the Declaration of Independence, he says, before I had all this money, I was a criminal. So I think he was like an intelligence officer, almost like this is a whole conspiracy of a movie in general. Like he had a whole life in like military spy training before this. Right. Bro, I just realized, dude. When, so when I was watching the movie, um, Justin, the guy who plays Riley or, or whatever his name is, yeah, I was like, who the hell is this guy? He's the loser that gets kidnapped in the Hangover movies. Yes. Oh my god. I was. I know. Cats page today, also. So just ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that before two o'clock today. Same thing know. with what's her name, Diane Kruger. I, you I, see, see who she's with. Who she's with now? Her boyfriend? in real life? Yes. No. The dude, the scary looking dude from the zombie uh, the zombie show that was big in like 2015, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Really? With the long hair, and he used to date Katy Perry. 
You know who I'm Yo, talking about? Hold on. What's his uh, last? He's got a crazy name. I couldn't pronounce it even if I wanted to. I don't think. I'm about to look her up. You Diane. have to look it up right now. I was on people's Instagrams and shit today. I was you were digging. Like, Holy I was shit. Digging. I was She's with Norman Reedus. Yes. Is that the same guy I'm talking about? Yes. The I long haired that- dude that's got the bow in The Walking Dead. Yes. That guy. Dude. Shouts to him because she is. She is great looking. Okay. She's amazing. Yeah. Where is she from originally? She's finna make me act up. Um, <laughs> she's from Germany. She was born uh, in Germany. She's she's perfect. Of course, she's not from America. She's just perfect. She Thank is. You. Wow. Back to uh, National Treasure. Um, <laughs> he, uh, she she just made me lose my train of thought. Beautiful. She has an age a day. Are you not at me? all? Not at not all. Not at all. So the next point I like to try to ask. Um, is do you think this movie is a candidate for one of Hollywood's, you know, what Hollywood does right nowadays is they just reboot everything, remake everything. Do you think national treasure will be remade? I do. I definitely do. Do you mean like in a serious way or like redone with different characters? I'm I'm thinking like redone completely new, new actors, new everything. I would be so pissed. Yeah, I think. Oh no! I think they will. I, I mean, they if do it's it not Nicolas Cage, I'm not watching it. That's what they say. You know, but you know, in 2000, and, well, I don't know if you're going to ask this question later. Do you want me to talk about? It? I've been on the Reddit forum for um, National Treasure today as well. <laughs> um, okay, go into what you're going to say. So in 2010, they were supposed to make a National Treasure three. And then something happened. I'm not really sure what. I didn't really read the entire post because it was like 15 pages. But it was talking about how they wanted to like have a third one because there is another conspiracy that they could build off of completely. And they didn't do it in real life. And so I don't know what the reason was, but I would rather have a National Treasure 3 with these very well-aged actors rather than having a complete reboot. And I mean, do I think they should make it in 2021? No. Do I think they could make it in like 2030, 2040? Yeah. Are those real years? Yeah. I'm offended. Yeah, I mean, your question is in 20 years, right? Not from the date the movie was made. But from right now? From right now? Uh, sure, yeah. Just or, or do we just think it'll be remade in general? In like twenty years from now, sure. From this moment, I, think, I yeah. think so because it was like such like a an iconic movie that people, you know, in ten whatever, ten twelve years, they're not going to want to watch the quality right. of the movie that was in, made in two thousand and four. They're going to want bigger and better. And right, I'm just so, basing the date off of my sister, and she's sixteen. So in four years, if they did it, is that correct, Ma? Yeah. If they did a remake, I don't think it would be re- like I think you could still watch National Treasure and get the you know, be okay with the drama that's going on in it. Got it. Got it. So this is where I kind of transition usually into so we talked about whether it's going to be remade. And then we talk sequels. This movie's got a sequel called National Treasure Book of Secrets. So the first movie critics gave it a 45%. The critics gave the sequel a 36% rotten. Uh, so critics hate this movie for some reason. Audience gave the first movie 
Um, they gave it a uh, 75 or 76 percent, whereas this time around they give it a 67 percent, which is odd because I hear from most people that the sequel is better. I absolutely think the sequel is better. So I know you haven't have you you haven't seen it yet, right? I have not. You have to go watch it tonight. Like, <laughs> okay. Immediately, you have to go watch this. Okay. Like the like the the treasure that they're finding is better than what they found under the church in movie one. I just it's all better all around. And the like the the way that the villain is brought into the storyline is way more intriguing and understanding than Ian in the first movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So with that said, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but earlier this year, Disney announced National Treasure 3 was happening. What? Um, It is happening. Um, They were confirmed this year. Um, And let me give you some information about it. Tell me all the things. Um, National Treasure 3 will be officially released in 2022 by Disney. Um, The entertainment. Next year. Yes. The, uh, the entertainment conglomerate has announced numerous projects in the past few months, um, and National Treasure 3 is among that. And, of course, Nicolas Cage will be back as Benjamin Gates. Of course, Diane Kruger will be back as Dr. Abigail Chase. Justin Burt, Justin will be back as Riley Poole. John Voight will be back. Oh, and he Everybody is coming back. Dad's back? Oh, my God! Dad is back. Ian is back. They're all back. Did they say the storyline about it? Storyline wise, they do not have a story. However, this movie has been rumored to be among one of Disney's straight to Disney Plus releases. Oh my God. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but tomorrow might be one of the greatest days of my life or one of the greatest days of 2021 for sure. Tomorrow is Disney Plus Day where Disney holds a huge convention and tells everybody about the next two to three years of things that are coming out on Disney+. Plus. We're supposed to get trailers and news about Marvel, Star Wars, all kinds of new projects that are coming, and I expect National Treasure 3 to be in there as well. You know my husband is on that shit. I'm oh, yeah. He knows. He knows. He knows, and he didn't tell me, and I'm offended, so and I'm leaving him. If that wasn't enough good news for you along with announcing national treasure three Disney plus announced at the same time, a national treasure series that is in the works like a show, uh, a show. Um, however, this is a little different. The series will act as an expansion to the film franchise and will be centered around a young and up and coming Mexican American actress named Lisette Alexis. Um, If I showed you a picture, you guys would know. In fact, I'll share my screen with you so you guys can see exactly who she is. I do. Oh, yes. Um, What else is she in? She's an American horror story, too. Yes. Oh, I love her. I really do. I'm so... Okay, so she's going to be in National Treasure series? Okay, I'm down with that. I'm fully down with it. Wait, that's, that's crazy. It's so it why, says why why now? Fuck you know? if I know. <laughs> like why now? 
I don't know. That's a good question. Theories are freaking huge. And people are like, well, what if that shit's real? And then it's so popular right now, conspiracies in general, that they're like, okay, well, we can like, you know, make some bank. Absolutely. Third movie. Absolutely. So it says. And Logan, when you get to a a stopping point. You got what now? I have a question about National Treasure 3. I know you mentioned Ian, Nicolas Cage, and I don't know what Ian's like real life name is. And all the other, like Riley and Abigail and all those. What about um, Ed Harris from the second? Is he listed on there? He is not listed. Okay. I didn't Uh, know if they were going to like bring him back. um, It says, so far, Alexis has been seen in teen drama web series Total Eclipse. She also appeared in the horror mystery. We We need to do something. Uh, Also had a small role in one of the series of American Horror Stories. It says here that Disney has been on a roll announcing updates about its collection of remakes of classic franchises recently. Um, So this was announced last year on Disney Plus Day. Um, So I assume we are going to get hella information tomorrow about National Treasure 3 and the series. Oh, my God. Especially since it's like a year away. This is when they start hyping it up. Exactly. So that's that's it in terms of... That's it in terms of um, sequels and upcoming projects. Now we talk about what is the most memorable scene for the for the for each of you. Um, my most memorable scene is um, the Liberty Bell scene. All of Absolutely. it from from the um, library with the little boy. That shit was. I remember like vividly being like, "Oh, this is my favorite part when I was a little kid." Like they're literally having this young ass boy run in get the things come out. And then of course there's Ian. He's like always, always at the right place at the right time, conveniently. And then I don't know. I just thought the Liberty Bell was cool because Ryan saved the day. You know, he was like, well, no, like daylight savings, Riley, daylight savings. You know, that didn't happen until after world war one or whatever. I don't know when it, what he said. Yes. That was very good. Yeah. That whole scene getting in bricks and yada, yada, yada. All right. You're up. Okay, my turn. Um, my favorite scene is when they're standing in the entrance of the treasure hole, the pre-treasure hole, and Ian's about to leave them on the elevator, and the dad comes out and he's like, "No, it's the light," and he switches the historic like information about how the British were coming and the two lights versus the one with mm-hmm. Paul Revere, and he's playing and him and his son know exactly what's happening but riley and abigail are so lost in that moment they're like what they're he's leaving us and they're like no 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 there's another way out and that was so iconic to me because i remember being so convinced that they were done Mm -hmm. they were done and and the quick quick snippet of when he lit the fire at the end of the movie (gasps) and the treasure yeah yeah That was cute. I cry to this. I'm going to cry talking about it. I cried to this day about that scene. I cried <laughs> when I was watching it this morning and Logan came home from work. He said, are you really crying over National Treasure? And I was like, it's just such an iconic movie. <laughs> no one's going to know about it. That's amazing. I love the I love the passion with it. All right. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree. I, I really love the Liberty Bell scene. With the kids going back and forth, yeah. and uh, by the like, time Holy, Ian, you're like, yeah, Holy by, shit, Ian's gonna get him. Ian's gonna get Riley. Yeah. You 
And by the time Ian gets outside, he's, the bus drives by and the kid's like, where the hell did he go? Because he figured it out on his own when he was writing the clues around that piece of paper and he just kept turning and reading and he was like, oh shit, I figured it out. And yeah, yeah it was the Liberty Bell. Um, and then I, of course, love just like the last like 30 minute chunk of them, like actually going and finding the treasure and and jumping from like the stairs that were like old and rickety. And they were like oh. the action scenes and shit like that. All that shit was tight. It was yeah. so nice. And then also the, my my favorite quote from the movie is the woman behind the the like beef bar in that market that they ran into that Abigail and Riley ran into <laughs> with Shaw chasing them. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, I'm hiding from my ex-husband. She goes. I see why you left them, honey. You can stay as long as you want. I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> Dude, when I was when I was watching the movie, I think I tweeted out and I said, like, I'm watching National Treasure for the first time. Stay tuned for updates. And I got to go back and reference the tweet because that scene that also I love that scene where she's hiding behind the counter of the meat market thing. Yes. And she says, um, the 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 <laughs> The woman attendant comes around the corner and says, if you ain't a steak, you don't belong here. (laughs) I said, like, I tweeted that quote and I said, best quote of this movie, hands down. It really is. She was such an iconic character in this movie because she was just like all like women on women. Like, stay here as long as you want, honey. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Sticking up for homegirl. And it's like the bald man. Yeah, I see why. Okay. Yikes. So. At this point, I'm going to run you guys through some trivia about National Treasure. Oh, Love a good I... trivia fact. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the first time a movie has ever been allowed to film in the tower of the Philadelphia's Independence Hall. Fun. Diane Kruger did most of her own stunt work. Oh, wow. She's just a badass, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, says Ben, Patrick, and John Gates were all named after the founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, Patrick Henry, and John Adams. Abigail Chase is a combination of Abigail Adams, wife of John Adams, and Samuel Chase, a signer of the Declaration of Independence, and later an associate justice of the Supreme Court. No shit. On the DVD, the director says that the initial cut of the movie before weeding things out was around four hours long. Wow. So I before, when I was watching it today, I was like, I like paused it. I was like, I feel like I've been watching this for like an hour and a half now. It's got to be almost over, but I know there's so much more left. And I'm like, oh my God, there's another hour left. Like that is a huge, very long movie it's two for hours. 2004. Yeah. Yeah. For 2004, a two hour movie is a long movie. Yeah. I mean, when the Titanic came out, whenever it came out, we were all like, holy hell, how are we going to watch this movie? Absolutely, exactly. Still one of the best movies of all time, but my God. Yeah, absolutely. I say absolutely a lot. I realized that today. It's okay. So I wonder what kind of things they cut out to make to cut off two hours. You know, there's two spots in the movie where I noticed um a like an edit an edit that was in the movie that I've never noticed before. And it was when Ian's standing behind um at the Liberty Bell, he says idiot to himself he says not you me and it was an over it was like 
uh, he they mic'd over him. He's not mouthing it. They moved the camera right in front of another person's face when that word comes out. And he says, idiot. And he's talking about how the Liberty Bell is no longer in, in like where it used to hang. And now the new bell's there. I can't think of the name of it, but it was like hung there in 1876 or something before the last crack got into it. And then the last one was Riley says something when he's running from them. And I was like, wow, I never noticed those like blimps, like over mic'd areas in this, in the thing. It was like, oh, time to run. And that was a quote, time to run. And it was when they were running from the two Ian bad people. Yeah, absolutely. There it is again. Um, at the end of the movie, when uh when whatchamacallit uh, i just had it lost it damn it um oh yeah so at the end of the movie when riley says he got m- measly one half percent of the treasure money uh if ben earlier in the movie had estimated back in the church with sadusky of 10 billion dollars of uh treasure value was accurate riley would have made 50 million dollars oh my god and he only bought a luxury car i'm sure he's got a house he didn't buy a house he had an apartment because in the second movie they go to his apartment and he's got the irs after him um (laughs) they when they figure out the time for finding the glasses at independence hall the time is 2 22 p.m the live the liberty bell cracked on washington's birthday february 22nd so 222 again oh that's weird that's coming up again soon um oh that's true Mm -hmm. it is um it says when ben is investigating the dead end treasure room near the end and discovers the keyhole for the charlotte pipe a few bars of the underscore are from pirates of the caribbean oh i've seen that before i have like on a tiktok or something of course it was on a tiktok yeah (laughs) Um, and that's really uh, that's really it for trivia and national treasure. Says that nobody else was ever considered for the role except for Nicolas Cage. Of course, because his role in uh, City of Angels was so iconic that who else would they have picked to be in National Treasure? Like, absolutely. So now I get to ask you, uh, did you guys catch anything in the movie that aged badly? The okay. voiceovers. Okay, so <laughs> I was so I was talking to Taylor about your question this month, particularly. And I said to her, I was like, Oh, you know who aged the best is Riley. And she goes, No, I don't think he means like who's the best looking. I think he means like <laughs> Well, I mean like, what aged the <laughs> best in the movie. And I'm like, Oh, this whole entire time I'm looking at like then and now pictures. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with an answer for your question. technically that's an acceptable answer um considering like if i'm trying to think of a good example like if we cover a movie where one of the actors is dead i'll be like you know what didn't age great that guy because he's dead (laughs) but um but other than that i mean yeah i mean there wasn't anything that stood out to me necessarily except and i'm not a huge guy that identifies this but it was like obvious to me I forget what part of the movie it was, but it, Nicolas Cage was talking to Abigail 
And he was like saying something like, God, she doesn't shut up. Like, shut up, you woman, or something yeah, like that. In the back of the car on the way back from the stealing the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, that wouldn't like, fly in 2021. Don't -uh. let her, like, just let the woman talk. Like, what? Yeah, she was trying to get her point in, and he was just like, God, shut up. And I was like, yeah. fuck. And he, he's a conspiracy theorist, and she's an expert that, like, handles these documents. Like, what? Now, it, she ended up being wrong, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed National Treasure, man. I mean, I think that people may have hyped it too much, and I was expecting a little more, but. I'm intrigued to watch the sequel and I'm intrigued to watch the third one and the series when it comes out. So consider me a fan, I guess. You're I, okay, but you watched it in whatever that is, 16 years after it came out. Mm -hmm. 17 years. Yeah, Lola was born in 2004. So, two days after. You know, like, I, I get that, like, you're like, oh, people hyped it up more, but like, you didn't watch it. When yeah. It you know? Mm -hmm. I, I wish I would have because. Seems like this is just another one of those movies that I just missed out on. Um, the day that there were that we're recording this, a, an episode of the run through came out for I Am Legend. Have you guys seen that? I have, yeah. I have. I, I had never seen it until I watched this. It, just another one of those movies I just missed. You and know, it was two, freaking awesome. Um, I Am Legend has two different endings. It does. Yeah. How about that? Which one was your favorite? Um, the original one. Is that just, that's, when he, that's when he died, right? Yeah, the one where he pulls the pin of the grenade and just like sacrifices himself to kill the uh, zombie things. Okay, and the other one was I, I I forget I just know there's two endings. The other one he like crawled in the the tomb, right or no? Yeah, I think the other one he crawled in the tomb. Oh wait, no, the other one is where he like opens the glass and lets the oh, zombie yeah. guy come in, Go and ahead. he like he like shows. Um, he shows the zombie dude like how he like healed and cured the the one that he was keeping strapped down mm -hmm. um, the whole movie. Um, and they take her. They like pick her up and then they leave and that's it. Like they just take her out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Almost like a mutual sign of respect. Like, okay, we want to kill you, but you cured one of us. So I guess we respect you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a good movie. Anyway, what were we talking about it for? <laughs> I don't know, but we talked about how that that was the episode of uh, National Treasure. Wait, I have one more thing to add. Yeah, I, if, I have you, a different opinion on whose character aged best throughout the entire movie. Okay. And it was the FBI agent, the head FBI detective on the case. Um, and he comes in in the end, and he's a Freemason, and he believed in the treasure the entire time. And in the second movie, you're going to like him even more because – I'm not going to say why, just for who hasn't seen it, and specifically you. Um, it He plays such a vital role in the whole uh, Gates family drama. Okay, okay. Yeah, I really, like, loved his character because he comes in as a hard ass, and he's immediately, like, someone's shooting at someone, like, something's not right. And then when Nicolas Cage, like, disappears from the fly deck where they were, he you know, watching him, he jumps in the water – he kind of has to be the character that doesn't go after him so hard because he knows why he did it. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. the end, you, when they're sitting in the church at the end of the movie, like you're like, okay, they, they, there was a reason for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So yeah, I'm glad that I finally freaking watched National Treasure. Taylor Taylor and Morgan, thank you so much for joining me for National Treasure discussions. And, and we'll be here for National Treasure 3. Yeah, don't book anybody else. It's us. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a bet. Is it Tanner um, and Matthew? Is that their names? Uh, Tanner and Matt. Yeah. Matt. Okay. Sorry, guys. It's us. It's only <laughs> us. That's a deal. Matt. That's supposed to be a Tuesday run, right? <laughs> Maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. Not anymore. It's a Thursday. <laughs> they didn't know it, but it's a Thursday. Matt is an avid or. I think he is. He made mention of it last week, I think, that he is a listener of Creeps and Crimes. Hi. So big shouts. Oh, Thanks, my God. Matt. Love it. Thanks, Matt. Um, so with that said, with Creeps and Crimes said, now's y'all's chance. Tell the people who you are, why you're here, and, like, what do you do? What's, what, what is Creeps and Crimes? I'm going to start it off, okay? All right. And then we'll just, like, go through our, our script. Got it? So I'm Taylor and I'm Morgan and this is Creeps and Crimes podcast <laughs> and that's our intro. So we are a conspiracy, paranormal and true crime podcast where we discuss all the things that give you full body spine chilling moments, but we're funny. So we give you. So we're marked under comedy as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, some people don't think we're funny and that's okay, but we think we're fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cover literally everything, anything and everything that you could think of from alien conspiracies to government conspiracies to all the movies murders. or a little bit of binge boys, just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit of binge boys. And some Reddit, some Reddit stuff in there too. This a week's lot. Reddit story was, oh. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. And I know you gotta basically the point of our podcast is we were college roommates, best friends throughout our entire college experience. And what we wanted to do was take our 3.30 a.m. wine drunk talks that we had on our couch of watching like crazy conspiracies and listening to true crime cases on our TV to talking about them and discussing them in a super laid back fun way and that's what we like to bring you guys into when you join our podcast so sitting on the couch sitting with your friends glass of wine in hand driving your car on cruise whatever you have to do sit on our couch with us and discuss all of the info it's amazing and their episodes if i'm not mistaken they usually drop on thursdays as well so every thursday, every thursday. as soon as you guys are done listening to uh Anything binge boys related, hop over to Creeps and Crimes and consume their newest episode as well. Yes. And Logan, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that National Treasure has some truth to it? Because we, I always say any conspiracy I talk about that involves a movie, I always say that Hollywood puts stuff in our minds because one, they didn't write it. One, there's truth to, or two, there's truth to it. So I'm wondering if you think that something like this is out there and it's sketched into like our very important historical documents and objects and stuff. Like, what do you think? Um, I have always been a big, I love conspiracy theories. Um, I think that I might, this might be a hot take, for people that listen to me or don't know this about me, but I think that most events that happen in modern day and maybe even in, in the, in the past 
um there's there's an ulterior motive there's there's something behind it um i i'd be really curious i've been diving deep lately on tiktok on the astro world situation that oh. happened with travis scott yeah, yeah y- y- morgan you need to hop on that shit because there's some shit behind that i absolutely 100 percent agree i just don't think right now is the appropriate no. time because yeah. i you know it's yeah, there's soon. it's too fresh still. Same with like her and Gabby Petito. Like it's just it's too soon. Yeah, and that's there's true. Not enough information out that we don't want to butcher something and have it out there in the world for us to hear. But I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with you about Astro World, and so does Taylor. We were honestly like sick to our stomachs. I was scrolling on TikTok all Saturday. Every single video was about Astro World, and I just felt like I was drained. Like my energy, it was literally draining my energy, and it was so sickening. And it it was not right. Even the connections between the 2001 um, Pearl Jam concert. Yeah, that's it. Happened, the keys and the logo. Like, if you it's know just- me, you know I'm a 100% Pearl Jam fan. Like, I am the biggest fangirl of Eddie Vedder in all ways, shapes, and forms. And when I saw that, I was like, mm, I need some more information on this first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's crazy. But yeah, if y'all, if y'all like that kind of stuff, please do yourselves. Oh, actually, before I even say that to answer your question. Yes. I think that there's, I think there's significance behind the dollar bill and the shit that, you know, you put the two sides together and the twin towers are burning. And Mm -hmm. I, I think there's some shady shit going on. I just don't know how, we would even go about figuring it's, it's out like a giant picture as a giant web. We'll never be able to piece it together because right. there's so much information like the movie. There's yeah. so much information everywhere that we'll never in our lives get. I don't know. There get, basically. Yeah. There's this, there's this new show on Netflix. It's an animated adult comedy show. It's called inside job. And it's basically about, a team of people that work for like a secret government organization that like controls the weather. It's like adult swim. Ty- it's like family guy type yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's really funny. And yeah, it's I about this- like that. I'll yeah. It's, it, 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 I feel like half that shit's true. And uh, I, yeah, I mean, well, you look at the Simpsons number one. Uh, yeah. That's scary. <gasps> oh my God. Also another, just like on this, like, this thread i don't know what we're talking about i don't know how to other to explain it but basically like um have you ever heard about oak island treasure i haven't okay the mystery of oak island this is a series of a tv show that's been on the history channel for the longest and for as long as i can remember my parents and i have watched it because it is said that the biggest treasures like on the earth like i'm talking about the holy grail and what's the other one the something blah 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 proof of atlantis like all of this is buried in off of the coast of nova scotia on oak island and it is said that hence throughout the entire movie of national treasure both of the movies lead back to the oak island clues that helped lead the two lagina brothers and um, the father and son that have lived there and bought the or bought the property on the island that was originally covered by the seven um, the seven other families that bought this island uh, that they there's one more person that has to die while searching for the treasure in order to uncover 
what is underneath. And I, I got guys, I'm not kidding you. Like, if you know creeps and crimes, I'm the crime side of it. I don't believe all the conspiracies, but I'm a total, like, I'm totally open to all of them. But this conspiracy about what is on there is backed between, like, backed by multiple, like, historical facts, including, like, physical facts of the fact that underneath the island they found 14 stories of, like, shelfings being built underneath the ground and it also has a map from pirates that were searching for the original treasure years and years and years ago and it is the best shows that you'll ever watch in your life it has to do with like corn being on this island i mean it's crazy like the the shit that goes into this is amazing and these brothers that have been like dedicated their lives to it it's like a real life riley and nicholas cage like it is insane real life national treasure it's a real life national treasure and they say that national treasure has a lot to do with the oak island conspiracy treasure yeah, I, I I wholeheartedly think that um that there's something going on, but um I'll leave the people uh that are curious about that kind of stuff. I'll I'll link Creeps and Crimes everybody in the description, of course, so that you guys can just hop over. Uh if you're too lazy to search them yourself, you can just click the link in the bio that says, "Hey, that's Creeps and Crimes." And go check out our episode that we're about to launch, guys. It's it's going to be fire it's I mean, gonna be awesome it'll be out on our podcast when this is released Woo-hoo! and we're gonna be sending all this stuff over to logan so whatever he delegates for you guys to listen to that's what you can okay we will if you guys are ready to talk about one of the biggest cases true crime paranormal and covered in movies ever should we tell them? I mean, it should be coming out in a few days from the time that you release this. No, it'll be out. It'll be out happening. already on ours. Yeah, we're we're talking about Amityville, people. Tell them. Oh my god. Let's go, dude. I love. I've ever since. God, ever since I was in high school, I've been obsessed with the case of Amityville. Yeah. So the fact that you guys hit me up and we're like, we should do some Amityville stuff. I was like, let's fucking go. Taylor came up with the idea. She's like, what is a good movie that we could do like a perfect crossover of binge boys and creeps and crimes a movie that has history that has true crime and has real ghosts and i was like dude i don't know like um what did i say first lizzie borden i said oh we already did that i said oh amityville amityville and so, you logan have brought up amityville to me before yes anything base basically anything that's been d- covered by ed and lorraine warren i'm uh balls deep in for lack of a better term, um, every single time I, I remember when I saw The Conjuring when it came out when I was in high school, I was up to like 3 a.m. that night just like Googling shit, just like check cross checking, seeing how accurate it was, watching YouTube videos. Just have you I, seen the ghost adventures on it? Uh, absolutely. Oh my God. I just watched it for the first time. I know Morgan talked about it a little bit in our episode about the, um, not Patterson, what is their names? Uh, it's the Harrisville farmhouse in Rhode uh, Island. The one that's based off of the haunting in Connecticut. Yeah. No, 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 not the haunting in Connecticut. The the uh, conjuring one. The the Perrin family. Perrin family. Yes, I about said Patrick family. The Perrin family. I watched that for the first time on Ghost Adventures, and guys, I was shook. I was scared to death. I and I'm a scaredy cat. 
specifically with the conjurings because in my home we're not allowed to, do i have time to to go yeah. on this okay so in my home all right um if you've listened to creeps and crimes ever if you haven't hi my name's taylor and i'm the spiritualist empath i'm all the things i feel all the things i see all the things and i was i've always told my husband when we moved in together when we got married listen you are never to watch a demonic movie in my home unless you were unless i am cleaning it first okay and my my husband didn't listen to me and he says um okay got it i'm not going to well the conjuring three comes out and he's like wanting to watch it but for some reason i had something to do and i didn't have time to do it well um i come home i go to sleep i didn't know that he watched it he had watched it okay And I have sleep paralysis for the first time in my life. And it's a woman with brown hair, a low bun, a black dress with a white collar underneath it, choking me in my sleep. And I couldn't breathe. I'm screaming for my husband to wake up. And I can see him sleeping beside me. I'm screaming, please, please, please wake up, wake up, wake up. Help me stop, stop, stop. I finally am able to get the words out of my mouth. He jolts out of his sleep, comes over and starts shaking me. I'm watching him as I do this, but he thinks I'm oh my God. The, time. the woman is still on top of me. And I jolt up when he finally gets me out of it. And I said, there was a woman and I described her to him. He goes, huh, okay, we'll just say your prayers and go back to bed. And you didn't know. At the I time. had no idea. I had I never watched, seen it. I watched the movie at my house the same day Logan did. Mm-hmm. So she FaceTimes me the next morning. And she's telling me about it. I'm like, dude. And she's like, what? I'm like, dude, that is the woman from The Conjuring 3. Like, that is the, That's the, the demon person. in The Conjuring 3. Like that. Oh, my her. God. And so I'm like, okay, fine. I'll watch it. So me and Logan, like, ran to Ace Hardware, which is where I was talking to you on the phone. And we come back home, and I turn it on. And I couldn't watch it once her face was in it because she was the woman in my dreams. So I went through. I cleansed the entire house. I prayed over all of the rooms in my house. And we – got over it and i have never had sleep paralysis sleep paralysis again i've only had it once before which is when our personal story that we have yet to talk about on our podcast because it's so traumatizing and that's the second time i've ever had it happen to me we're talking about the woman um that ends up like being the main villain of the movie right yeah she's the one that's like <clears throat> she's the one that like blows like the shit in in uh what's her name's face checked herself she set the altar and all the things yeah yeah she's freaky i just googled conjuring three women and i'm getting mixed pictures of either that woman or valak the nun which which the nun has never come to me and if the nun ever came to me i would immediately burn down my house yeah dude if you if, if you want to talk about like in terms of movie wise the nun is the worst conjuring movie however uh the nun is still freaky as fuck like it's 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 freaky as fuck but it's not a great movie it's no but just hearing the like the 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 theme music that she has like the oh like that shit that was terrifying that that shit just i i I remember seeing that shit in the theaters and like for like two weeks straight i like I turned every light on every time I got home. I was just like, no, none ain't going to get me. 
No. Well, do you know what my older brothers or my older brother and his girlfriend did to me? Um, I'm scared to find after out. After the first Conjuring. So I wasn't 18. I wasn't old enough to see a rated R movie by myself. So they were going on a date to see it. And I was like, well, I would really like to see it. So can I go? And they're like, you're not going to like it. I'm like, no, I will. Let's go. So I go. And um, my parents were out of town for some reason. And it was just me and my older brother. I have two other siblings besides him. And I wake yeah. up the next morning and I'm terrified to sleep. Like I was absolutely terrified from the first conjuring and I wake up and he, that motherfucker, he took the clocks out or the batteries out of the clock and every clock in the house and set it to three, whatever the time was three Oh seven AM yeah. or something. And I woke up and I saw all the clocks in my house stop to three Oh seven AM or I don't know the exact time, but I was literally shaking. I was the only one home. I'm calling him. I'm like, what, what, what happened? Like, where are you? And he's la- laughing his ass off. I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> asshole. I was terrified. So when I, I when I saw the first Conjuring movie in theaters, I think I like texted my mom like on my way home, and I was just like, because it was real late. I think I saw it at like ten o'clock at night. So I got home at like one a.m. and I was just like, when I get home, make sure all the lights are on. And she like hid behind the couch. And like scared the shit out of me. I was like, "Fuck you, mom!" Why do like, parents do that shit? I'm like, guys, you're supposed to protect us, not scare the shit out of us. That's what I'm saying. No, so I do have a question. Well, after I tell you this, so the first time I saw the Conjury movie, I went with all my like girlfriends in high school, and we went and watched it. And as we're driving home, it we went and saw it at, like the latest like showing they had that night because it was like on the premiere, which is when they only showed it at night. And we were driving through and mind you, I grew up in Cleveland, Tennessee, a small town where like half of the roads are country roads. Not all of the roads have like street lightings on it. And this was before it actually grew a little bit. So we're driving home. And as we're driving, every single like light, like street light was going out as we were passing them. Nope. I'm screaming bloody murder. I'm murder. I'm calling my mom. I'm like, Please pray over the house before I get there, please. So my question <laughs> is, is what is y'all's favorite Conjuring movie? The first one. I don't. I didn't care for Annabelle. No, I'm sorry, not Conjuring, but Ed and Lorraine, like family movie. I guess is the best oh, way to put I it. I like Haunting in Connecticut more than I like The Conjuring. I really like. Um, I really like The Conjuring. Conjuring One is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But The Conjuring Two. Uh, is pretty good too. I uh, I love that shit. My house, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love I love those Conjuring movies, man. Every single time I hear about a new one being made, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, plus Patrick Wilson is just a dad as well, just uh, total daddy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I love all the Conjuring, Ed and Lorraine family movies, but then like. I don't know if your listeners like know about this. If you don't, I don't think we've talked about it on our podcast yet, but I know plenty of podcasts I have about like Ed and Lorraine, like drama wise, like that's an interesting thing. So once you hear about that, you get kind of concerned about their movies that you're watching and I love them either way, no way, shape or form. Do I hate them? Like we watched the, um, what was it that we watched a live stream on? Oh, they were um, doing a ghosted adventure. Oh, no, they not were adventures. they were taking Annabelle out of the out of. Oh, the I wall. saw that shit. Yeah. Oh, they my took God. her out of the cage or whatever. Yeah. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, we were we were Say terrified. Bye. Say bye, my <laughs> Is she going to get a refill? 
No, I, I had to fix something on the other side. Our light was like flickering and it was freaking me out. <laughs> Yo, complete side note. That's not like, where'd you get that neon sign? This one? Yeah. So there's this girl on Etsy out of Taiwan that makes them for like pretty cheap compared to other like neon sign creators. Yeah. And I am obsessed with it. It was from Etsy. I can send you the link. I don't remember the na- the shop name off the top of my head, but we love it. The only thing that we have an issue with is the eye on crimes. Looks does- like crumbs. <laughs> Looks like C-R-U-M-E-S. Creeps and it, crumbs. It does. Holy shit. I just got darker. Um, yeah, it does a little bit, but that's fine. I mean, people, people get it. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. if anybody doesn't know already, I love National Treasure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Back to National Treasure. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, y'all. Um, but yes, please, people, go over to the Creeps and Crimes feed, and it'll be on mine in a few days from now after Thanksgiving. Um, because the day you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, I'm making my way up to uh, making my way up to the Nashville to see uh, Catherine's parents, because that's where Catherine's from. Um, so it'll probably be up that day. Maybe we'll listen to it on the uh, on the way up there. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm so excited, bro. We are too. I am so excited, and I can't even contain it. It's the only thing I've thought about since we talked about it and discussed it. No shit, because I got off the phone with you guys, and I like called Catherine. I was like shaking. I was like so excited. I was like, yo, I've been waiting so fucking long for an opportunity to, to meet these gals and, and do some shit in person, not just <laughs> over Zoom, like what we've been doing. Like, I'm so fucking ready. It's, I'm it's so be excited. Shit. And we also realized that they that we were both the exact distance from this middle point, which is my hometown where my dad has this awesome like area that we can do a studio shoot. And I'm so excited to A, record one down there just because the the areas the like the aesthetics is 10 out of 10 perfect for thanksgiving but i'm excited to have you all there and meet you in person too hell yeah so Let's do it with all that said plug yourself tell the people where to find you um i'll, I'll throw all these links that they're about to say in the description so it's easy access peeps okay you can find our podcast on any podcast platform we are everywhere you can find us on youtube at creeps and crimes podcast mm-hmm. instagram at creeps and crimes podcast twitter at creeps underscore. underscore crimes you can even follow us on tiktok at creeps and crimes right facebook page like it. it's creeps and crimes podcast and same with Logan. If you do listen to us, um, five, stars, five only. stars only. And we also recommend not to start at episode one. Yeah, we say you start should start with the most recent. There's nothing really other than nothing the first five like, minutes. Like chronological. No, nothing. There's like some where we say specifically part one, part two. But if it's not that, start wherever you want. Okay. That's it. That's it. All right, everybody. We'll Thank see you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.